Welcome to the Monkeys Fighting Robots podcast with Matthew Sardo. Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ass. <laughs> Holy sh! They're actually monkeys fighting robots! You can follow us on Twitter at monkeys underscore robots and on Instagram at monkeys fighting robots. Make sure to download and review our podcast from iTunes and Stitcher. And now, here's your host, Matt. Welcome to the 14th episode of Monkeys Fighting Robots. Do you have your margarita yet? We have decent patio weather for this Friday. 81 in St. Pete, 73 in New York, 75 in Cloudy in Chicago. I don't know what you guys did in San Diego, but you guys got screwed. 64 and rainy. Enjoy that, San Diego. For today's episode, I got that guy. You'll watch a movie later on tonight, and you will see Brian Callen, and you'll be like, oh, that guy. I got that guy. Callen is a 20-year film and TV industry vet, starting out on Mad TV, and most currently, you can see him on The Goldbergs. His film credits include The Hangover 1 and 2. He played two different characters. Old school, and my personal favorite, Bad Santa. But where Callan dominates is in the podcast world with his show, The Brian Callan Podcast, and the Fox Sports Podcast, Fighter and the Kid. Here now to talk all that and more is Brian Callan himself. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. What's up? I wanted to talk to you about your upcoming show on May 24th in Irvine, California. In the notes I received, it said that you're financing, producing, directing, and performing, and then you're going to pitch <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I love that. It sounds good to me, man. I'm not, I'm not directing it, and I'm not, I, I, am, I am partially financing it. But, um, yeah, I just decided what the heck nowadays with the Internet, man, it's, it's easier to do. And, you know, now that I've built this fan base with, with like, you know, my podcasts and stuff, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. We were like, why not just do it on my own and then see how it comes out and then go sell it to you know the highest bidder, which I, I'm surprised more people aren't doing. <laughs> is that how the business model is? Do you think that's how the business model is changing? Yeah, it has to. I mean, as you develop more autonomy and you're you're in more control of your self-expression, why in the world wouldn't you do that? And especially when you have as much cash as I do, just sitting around <laughs> in gold bars. Why not, man? <laughs> How do you think Netflix has changed the game in Hollywood? I think Netflix is a symptom of of a, of a bigger game. You know, I think Netflix and all these all these different platforms are are creating more work and providing more demand for you know an entire world that's really thirsty for this. Think about the Chinese and think about what they've done economically. They got a lot of leisure time and they want to take people in. Like Brian Callen, I don't know if I'm huge in China, but whatever. The night is still young. But the point is is that it's pretty cool, man, because you you now have a lot of autonomy. And and they're always looking for the next thing and and usually that thing is somewhat unorthodox. The problem with the old way of doing things was that they're, you know, like any bureaucracy, if you have four channels, if you have ten channels, you know, the, the people in power tend to get scared they're going to lose their jobs, so they, they mimic each other. And when a show gets on and it's really good, it's almost always an accident. And I think that what's happening now is you just have a better chance of getting a maverick 
idea out there, and that's kind of what's part of the revolution that Netflix is is you know involved in. So, the other revolution is the podcast revolution. You have a successful podcast. What makes a good podcast? You know, that's a good question. So. We just looked at the numbers on, on The Fighter and the Kid, which I do with Brennan Schaub as a UFC heavyweight. We got 1.5 million downloads last uh, month and growing. And it seems to be growing almost 100,000 by 100,000 every month. I never would have expected that. But the only thing I can explain is that there are a couple of things to do. What, you know, I'm a, I'm a comedian. My buddy's a cage fighter. We both get paid for what we got in trouble for our whole lives. And, you know, he fights. I, I make people laugh. And so... You know, I don't know, man. I, I think it's just if you're authentic, I think what's great about the, uh, the podcast world is you, you just have to be as authentic as you can. Keep it interesting, inspiring, and funny. That's, that's kind of our rule. And um, I, I just think, again, it, you know, nobody's telling you what to say or do. There's no formality. It's up to you. And people are pretty good at governing themselves, says the libertarian in me. But, you know, they are. So... Um, I think that's kind of what it is. You can develop a niche audience, which is so awesome for a stand-up comic, man. I've sold out. I'm almost sold out both shows at the Irvine Improv, which I think takes 650 people each. And you know how I did it? Not, ra- not radio. I did it through my own podcast, just talking about it. So that's kind of what happens. Is you, Now you go and do stand-up, and you've just got a bunch of your own fans there. So it's kind of a good way to make yourself feel like a rock star <laughs> in an artificial way. I should, be, I should be tempering this. I just saw that Billy Joel in New York sold out 24 shows at the Madison Square Garden. So I got a little ways to catch up, but whatever. You mentioned your UFC podcast. You're a UFC guy, but you grew up when Tyson was at his peak. Do you ever think that the heavyweight boxing will make a comeback? You know, I love boxing, and... I think it's just a question of matchups and competition. Look, look how many people watched two of the greatest boxers ever just recently. And I'm talking about people who have never seen a boxing match. Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, well, I don't know how much that card cost, and that, that was crazy. And people say it was a boring fight. I look at boxing differently. I thought it was amazing. See, I watch boxing to see who, how many times a guy doesn't get hit. That's what's hard about boxing. If you ever box, uh, you know, if you ever jump around a ring, and I have no right to call myself a boxer, but I, I've worked hard at it at least and, and tried to be good, which I'm not. But, you, you know, when you watch somebody who's as good at not getting hit as Floyd Mayweather, it's a thing of beauty. It's a, it's a piece of artistry. So I think once we get a heavyweight, a couple of heavyweights that can challenge each other and who are just – you need rivalry. Once you get rivalry and personality, boxing will come back. I don't think boxing will ever go away. I have a social media question. Sebastian from Buenos Aires wants to know what moved you to create Mad TV. Well, I'm glad Sebastian thinks I created <laughs> Mad TV. <laughs> I was a monkey. I was just a cog in that beautiful wheel. So um, I, I, I showed up. I got the job because I had to because I was so tired of being a temp in New York City, actually living in Hoboken over a Chinese food restaurant. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I thought I was going to be a complete failure my whole life. And, uh, and I went in there, and I just got the job. And then I realized I was in way over my head. Literally every cast member was more experienced and more talented than I was. So it was kind of a baptism of fire. So here I am now, ladies and gentlemen, that guy. That's the level of my celebrity. Are you that guy? And I have to explain where they know me from. All right, so if you were making a big-budget movie, if you were making a buddy cop movie, who would be your partner and why? 
Oh, that's such a good question, man. Gosh, let me see. Probably Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> she cracks me up, man. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, I think John Stewart might be my favorite American, but I like The Rock, too. So probably either The Rock or John Stewart. It's a toss-up. I got no idea. But then again, John Stewart and I are, I don't know, I, I, yeah, probably, probably The Rock so I can feel his muscles as a straight man, of course, but I'd still have to feel his muscles. I've always wanted to look Samoan slash African-American. I think those are kind of pretty cool races. I'm, I'm, I come from a long line of Southern Italian slash Irish peasant genes. So what are you going to do? Brian, my time is up. Thank you so much. You're a good man, my friend. That was Brian Callen. You can check out his show, The Brian Callen Podcast, on iTunes and follow Brian on Twitter at Brian Callen. And my friends and I, we have established that following comedians on Twitter is probably up there on who we're following. You know, I like, I like following athletes. I like following sports reporters for me are the best. I sit and I watch the Bears, and I see everybody bitch and moan about the Bears as they lose. But it's, it's good. It's, you get good information. But comedians, they're watching the Bears game, too, and, and they're probably funnier than the reporters sometimes and, and other political events. And, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed with my day and, and the presidential election's going on and we're attacking Iran and the Wall Street is going crazy. And then I'll open up Twitter and someone will be like, hey, I pooped in a banana and the world is right. And that's why you should follow comedians on Twitter. Hey, Matt, we survived another episode. Oh, no. Once again, there are several ways to continue the conversation with me. Or the other staff at Monkeys Fighting Robots after this show ends. You can follow Monkeys Fighting Robots on Twitter at Monkeys underscore Robots. We do have some silly photos on Instagram. I try to post a few things here and there from the studio and where we're going and what's going on. That goes on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at Monkeys Fighting Robots. You can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Sardo. The biggest compliment we receive is when the subscriber number goes up on SoundCloud. Also, if you have a chance, rate our show on iTunes. If you have an Android device, listen to the show on Stitcher. There's also this great app called TuneIn. Listen to every radio station in the universe, plus the Monkeys Fighting Robots podcast. Okay, Lunchbox, let's try this again. There are so many people that made the 14th episode of Monkeys Fighting Robots a success. Special thanks to Brian Callen for calling the Monkeys Fighting Robots hotline. Jeff Shade is the creator of our amazing intro and outros and in-between tros. I like the in-between tros. We'll show you those one day. Jessica Wynn designed the Monkeys Fighting Robots logo. The staff at Visual Realm designed and implemented and made the website. Fully operational. And then there's my wife, who doesn't understand why I need to eat more than humanly possible at the buffet. Listen, the buffet is $14.95. I need to eat $45 worth of food to make it feel like I've won. That's, that's my buffet rant. Just, you know, you have to eat three times the amount. Of the chip. Because that's cost. And then you're like, listen, I'm putting you out of business. Because I'm eating you. I'm eating you out of business. To all my friends, family, and the interweb, 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Monkey's Party Horror Box. Up to 70% off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.